Hello and welcome to Living the Wit Life with Wit Ministries. The ministry's leaders on this podcast are, with more than 20 years of experience in ministry and also as a public speaker, Jared Wackenfuss. Also with 20 plus years as an entrepreneur and a leader in the marketing industry, Troy Foster. And I'm Matt Russell and I'm the director of Walking in Truth Ministries or WIT Ministries. We're so excited that you're joining us here today. And as we discuss today's topic and how that can help you in living the WIT life. and welcome to another episode of Living the Wit Life. Um, I'm really excited about today's episode. Uh, One, because I enjoy every episode that we get to do, but two, because I've got two amazing guys with me once again this week. I am Matt Russell. I'm one of the directors at Walking in Truth Ministries, but I have with me today, Troy Foster. How's it going, Troy? It is wonderful in the Metroplex. Nice, cool weather. Again, I can't complain. That is awesome. I'm up here in the the high plains, if you will, of Texas. I'm in the, the panhandle, which is usually pretty dry, and we're getting a soaking, which is gorgeous. All this scenery. I mean, I've never seen Palo Duro Canyon so green. Yeah. But anyways, enough about me, more about you. What do you think of me? No, I'm just kidding. Hey, and also with me today, <laughs> I've got Jared Walkenfoos, <laughs> who's here, and uh, surprise, he's out in Arizona. So, Jared, how's it going? Well, I will say that it is sunny and it is getting browner around here because we're not seeing any rain <laughs> and uh, it is uh, actually pretty, pretty nice. It's, it's a cool 97 degrees right now um, at about five-ish or 5.30-ish in the evening. So hopefully it'll cool down, but the nights have been getting a little bit cooler. So um, we're not in the hot season yet, but we're getting there not in the hot season oh my gosh that almost makes me think of you know like when you're on a game show and you're staring at that hot seat and then you're all everyone's afraid of that hot seat yet there's those other seats that lead right up to that hot seat mm-hmm. and you're saying you're not quite in the hottest one we're in one that's approaching it that's, that's at right. 97 oh yeah. but it's a dry heat right oh yeah so is an oven so it's a dry oven. heat no big yeah. deal i mean it, 150 degrees, but it's dry. So is yeah. my oven. Dry. <laughs> right. No big deal. Anyway, probably the chicken if you put it in the oh, whatever. <clears throat> well, today, speaking of chicken drying out, today we're going to talk about a topic that um, is pretty important. Um, I, one of the things that we're going to really discuss is the importance of it, because some people really don't see it as important, but it's an important topic for me. And so, um, I knew that these two guys, it'd be great for us to kind of toss this ball back and forth, but we're going to talk about stewardship and how stewardship should be applied in our lives. Um, you know, most of the time, whenever we talk about stewardship, it's, it, it's the same thing over and over again. And we're going to discuss that, but as we're getting started, before I kick it over to our wonderful master transitioner and MC extraordinaire, um, Psalm 24, 1 says, the earth is the Lord's and all it contains, the world and those who dwell in it. Everything around us belongs to God. Everything is his. He's the creator of all. He's, he is almighty God and it, it all is his. Whenever we talk about um, things in the terms of our ownership, we have to be careful. Now, I'm not one who thinks that, you know, I've had the extreme where I've talked to someone and said, wow, you've got a great car there. That's a really pretty car. Like, it's God's car. He just lets me drive it. I'm like, oh, uh, right. Yeah. Just, oh, uh, so we're not talking about those oversaved and over Christianized and extremist. Right. Right. That every time, <laughs> oh, but still, it is. There is a level of, stewardship that we need to understand so um um, i'll just kick off this this first part you know when we talk about stewardship 
most of the time we're talking about money. That's what anytime that someone mentioned stewardship in a class or in a you know Bible study or anything like that, it, the topic just went straight to money and how we handled our finances. And we actually had a, a phenomenal episode on how we're supposed to relate to our finances. Uh, you, you might want to go check that one out. But stewardship is so much more than that. So kicking it to Jared, uh, what other things... What other things are out there that, you know, to you, and we'll just kind of round table this one around, but um, to you, when you hear stewardship, what are some other things that we're supposed to be steward of? That's a great question. And, and when I got the, the script or the notes for what we're going to be talking about today, I actually spent a little bit of time thinking about this and I actually wrote down a few things, but I think you kind of nailed it in the opening when you were talking about that word, everything 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 belongs to god everything everything so when we're talking about stewardship as it relates to our lives i started thinking about the different things that we are called to be stewards of and i thought about like our property you know the property that we own, like that car you know and quite honestly there's some cars i'll just let you know that god would not own you just wouldn't own them, you know, hunker, how, how, yeah. how special you think they are. Yeah. God's probably, it's like, that's, that's God's car. No, I don't think God'd be driving that. <laughs> you know? that's right. yeah. Anyway, um, funny story. So this kid comes to his dad, right? And he's like, hey, dad. <laughs> okay, it actually will relate maybe to what we're talking about. But he, he comes to his dad and um, he's like, Hey, dad, um, can I have the keys to the car? And his dad goes, no, I told you, you're not, not going to get the keys to the car until you cut your hair. Your hair's getting way too long. And the, and the kid's like, but dad, Jesus Christ had long hair. And the dad said, well, yeah, but he walked everywhere he went to. <laughs> so anyway, but I'm um, so ta- speaking of stewardship, it could be your car. It could be property. Um, it could be your shoes, your sandals, you know? Um, it could be your talents. There's one for you, your talent that you've been given and to be a good steward of it. You have to take care of that talent and develop it. And our bodies, here's one that's kind of convicting for me. Um, I don't know if you guys can tell or not. Um, you guys can see me on the video. You probably have already figured it out, but I've been working out for like the last two days now. Um, so anyway, you can probably tell, yeah. Can you tell? Oh yeah. Yeah. So anyway, (laughs) I tell you what I'm feeling, I'm feeling muscles in my body right now that I forgot were there (laughs) and, um, they've been kind of dormant, you know, and that's kind of how it is with our faith too. Right. Sometimes if we don't use it in certain areas, it just kind of becomes dormant. Mm. And I think about that when we try to pigeonhole the word stewardship into just one area of our life. And we think that it doesn't apply anywhere else, but it does because it's everywhere. So when you think about stewardship, I wrote down some more, um, our bodies, all of our resources. How about our time alone with God? Are we good stewards of that? You know, or do we let other things crowd our schedules to where we don't make time to spend with God alone? Just you and him. There's another one. Um, our families those people that uh, we've been given charge over leadership of, of, uh, and um, we're called to lead them, to steward them and, you know, our families as, as men and um, men of God, we, we need to take that seriously, you know, our time that we spend with them. So there's a lot of different areas. So I'm glad you asked that question. What are some other things that are covered under stewardship? And those are just a list of a few things that I wrote down. Uh, I want to know, what you're thinking, Troy, what well, else is there? What did I miss? No, I Cause there's a you, lot. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, I think you hit a grand slam on it. You, I did you pretty covered, good. Didn't yeah. Yeah. You yeah, did. You really did. You covered yeah. it pretty good. It's cause I've been, I've been working out. It, it definitely. Yeah. So. And it shows. <laughs> Thank you. Thank yeah. You. Um, I don't, I don't, did you say business? No. See, I knew you'd have something. There, good there, job. I, well, I just grabbed, I literally it was like, okay, I wow. just got to get one. Just got to get that one. That is that is um, good. There's yeah, probably more. Business, uh, it's a big deal. Um, in my opinion, to be an entrepreneur is probably the greatest form of ministry 
that's untaught because as Christians, we're supposed to steward everything as we're doing it as unto the Lord. Correct? Correct. And most of us are not going to be a preacher. I mean, the Bible even tells us that a, a few would be preachers, teachers, prophets, evangelists, and apostle. I think I went backwards on that numbering, but um, there's a few that do that. And those few would equip the rest of us, whether we're um, employees or business people or whatever. But as a business, I think that is a uh, overlooked area for us to steward correctly. So I thought, I thought we lost Matt there for a moment because he was frozen still, but he's now here. So I was. Did, you, wow. you didn't. You didn't move at all. It was. Oh. It was. It was. No, a, I was deep. I was listening to you. Oh, it, oh it's yeah. mesmerized. That was yes, I was. But yeah. you made me so, think of one as you were talking about that yeah. calling in business. Mm -hmm. Calling made me think about another thing. Um, in fact, Jared and I talked about this earlier today. Um, it's not like we were cheating. We we're having oh, a conversation. Yeah, you guys were already prepped. Yeah. Look at that. <laughs> no, we kind of we do a run. We do a practice podcast without you. Yeah, we did. We practiced it already. Because we, we need help. Yeah. We're like in a remedial class. We need help. We, we need had to, to practice before gotcha. we could come before yeah. the master. Yeah. You're but awesome. Anyways, um, no, but we were, we were talking about last week's episode where we had talked with Shannon Shores and some of the mm -hmm. stuff that he talked about with discipleship yep. mm -hmm. and how um, how there's, a, there's an expectation when something is given. There is, um, oh my gosh, what was the word? Entrusted. Uh, entrusted. See, I even yeah, practiced yeah. and I still yeah. messed it up. No, but there's that entrusting aspect yeah. of what it is. That's still a stewardship. Yeah. If you've been mm -hmm. given even a command, I mean, God didn't, when we're supposed to have that quiet time, as y'all were talking about this and Jared mentioned the quiet time, are yeah. you getting your quiet time with God? Well, quiet time, that's not something that we created. That's something that God said, you should do this. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's something that he created for us. And he's entrusted us. Now, we still have choice. We have the opportunity to choose to be a good steward or a bad steward of it. And that's in everything. It's up. We can choose. But it's still something that we're supposed to take care of. Mm -hmm. We're supposed to manage in a for God's profit, for the kingdom's profit, but also for other people around us to profit it's not just about our own gain it's about gain within the family so i um i was just listening to you about business and that hit me that it's it's also you know everything that you've been called and commanded mm. obedience is a form of stewardship mm -hmm. and i didn't yeah. think about that earlier i was just trying to go through i mean jared pretty much hit all the list and I was like, well, what else is there? Man, there's probably more. Yeah. Oh, I mean, well, our health, if, your oh, nutrition. There you go. If there I mean, is if, more. If you, know, if you know something is bad for you, now I'm guilty as I'll get out here. Oh, trust me. My weakness, there's two. It's um, one would be cheese. I love cheese. But two would be my entire set of sweet teeth. Those oh, things yeah. <laughs> get me in trouble so much. I don't have a sweet tooth. Mm -hmm. I got a whole set of them. Yeah, and if yeah. I keep it up, I'll end up with only one, I'm sure. But that's <laughs> uh, <laughs> just what happens, isn't it? But um, I know it's not good for me. Yet still, I sit there and just kind of, man, I mean, I kind of wish that I had Troy's cravings when it comes to food. Troy sits there and craves vegetables. He's like, yes, oh, I, I can't do. wait to grab oh, yeah. a whole yeah, broccoli. Yeah, me too. Me too. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, Tomatoes. he is. Yeah. He loves it. When we would have our life group at our house, we would put out a fruit or a, uh, not even a fruit. It was a vegetable tray with cauliflower and forget the ranch. Mm. Just put it out there just, raw. Yep. And Troy was all over it. I yeah. devour vegetables. That's Absolutely great. love it. That's great. See, and that's a good, that's why he's skinny. But that's, that's, that's a good story. <laughs> steward yes i mean you know when you know something is bad for you and you do it anyways isn't that the same thing it's the same thing as knowing a sin and doing it anyways mm -hmm. 
And I'm telling you, I'm sitting here staring at my screen, looking me in the eyes as I'm saying this. Right. This is something that I think that we need to give more attention to. No, for sure. So, yeah. so but now I want before, us to... Before you go there, I want to do a little segue yeah. here. Just because we kept saying, well, if there might be more, there might be more. Yeah. Listeners, what other area of our lives that we need to steward better? Leave us a comment. Um, Do we have a Facebook page yet? Um, Specifically for the show? Yeah. No, but we have it for, uh, we should. Walking Truth Ministry says a Facebook page. This is live. This is us here, you know, getting this thing done. So anyways, anywhere that you can leave us a comment, email us or or leave it on whatever uh, venue of listening that you're using, leave us a comment and and tell us um, what other area would be a great area for us to steward properly. So back to you, Matt. I love that. I think one area would be having a Facebook page. (laughs) There there you go. Steward your social media presence. That's right. (laughs) And then all I have to do is say this, Troy. I just say, so Jared, how can I get that done? I was wanting to talk about how we could get that done. And the phrase you hear from Jared is? Just Well, let's ask Troy. (laughs) No, you just say, just do it. Just Just do do it. it. What do you mean? Just do it. Just Just do it. Just do it. Yeah. You guys make me so much better. Speaking of stewarding (laughs) God's word, right? We can Mm. steward God's word better and the use of God's word in our lives. In fact, we're going to read some scriptures here. um, And we've got a few scriptures, quite a few that we've, we've um, put out there. Some of them will kind of sound like it's specifically towards money, but remember this, people didn't always use coins and dollars and stuff to do transactions. Sometimes they traded chickens and other things, right? You know, baby goats, baby goats, you know, and, and different things that were, they, they bartered and they, they, it was different kinds of, and, and it still happens today in certain um, areas of the world. Um, so, I mean, anyway, here, here's a biblical worldview. Uh, while you guys are looking up a few scriptures, uh, go ahead and just get a few scriptures looked up there guys and uh, get them ready, hot on the press and um, ready to roll. But um, here's a biblical worldview of stewardship. And uh, it says this, it can be consciously defined as utilizing and managing all resources God provides for the glory of God and the betterment of his creation. The central essence of biblical worldview stewardship is managing everything God brings into the believer's life in a manner that honors God and impacts eternity. Stewardship begins and ends with the understanding of God's ownership of all. So we're going to go to the word and you may hear something in the scripture and you may be tempted to just think only of money, but we've already talked about, this is about stewardship. So I would love for you to entertain the thought of, it could mean more than just money, but it could also mean money, your finances, but let's read some of those scriptures guys. Uh, because we want to get the word of God out there and let it speak to some of our listeners. And um, who's got a scripture? I've got Matthew to, okay. 25, um, 21. That's the, the specific scripture. But the, the parable that's being said is of the talents, um, the, the master giving certain talents to three, three individuals. And the scripture reads, um, again, Matthew 25, verse 21 his master said to him well done good and faithful servant you were faithful with little so i will put you in charge of much enter into the master's joy and um, i encourage you to read through that parable Um, it it would behoove you uh, it would give you a greater understanding of what kingdom come means Uh, when we Mm. prayed uh, kingdom come your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. If you understand that parable, you will understand why Jesus Yeshua commanded us to pray like this. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's, it's a great stewardship scripture. That's great. Matthew 25, verse 29. I like this part. It kind of confused me for a little while. And then I'll share with you a little bit of a revelation that God gave me and um, let you guys poke holes in it all you want. Um <laughs> Because I'm not quite sure if it's like 
totally sound or not, but I'm going to go for it anyway. You're going to fly it with says it. this. Yes, I am. So, you know, we're talking about this parable of the talents, right? And he comes back and then um, he sees what they've done with the talents that they've uh, been given. It says this in verse 29 of chapter 25 of Matthew, for whosoever or whoever has will be given more. For whoever has will be given more, and they will have an abundance. And then it says this, whoever does not have, so they don't have, is what it just said. Whoever does not have, even what they have will be taken from them. I'm like, wait a minute. What do you mean what they have? You just got done telling me that it says whoever does not have. And I started thinking about that parable, and and um, and then I started remembering, okay, he gave, he gave one of the servants what one talent right yep and then another one was it two two yep. and another one was it five five yep so we gave them all something so what's the have and the have not and this is what spoke to me was for those of you who have not produced with what i have given you that which you have will be taken away from you the, the person who only had one he didn't produce anything so he didn't have, he have noted. That's not a word, but he have not at any increase, right? He's just like, here, this is just what you got. I'm giving it back to you. And he didn't have increase. So what he had was taken away from him. He's the only one that had something taken away from him. And because he didn't produce anything. So when I was reading that, I it just came to me. I'm like, God expects us to do something with the things that he's entrusted us with. Oh, absolutely. Right. And it's absolutely. like so that was my little revelation no so look at that, look like that. so yeah master because i struggled with that for a while i'm like whoever whoever does not have okay you don't have i'm like what? that even what you have will be taken away i'm like what, mm -hmm. what? Yeah, so your, your zero will be gone and you go yeah. no way you have zero you were giving given something that you were in yes mm -hmm. that you mm. didn't do anything with that's right yeah, it's, it's the abundance. So what mm. he didn't have that was given to him, that talent. Mm. So he, he literally didn't have anything. The abundance, he didn't do nothing with. So he was it was all taken from that point. Mm. So he literally didn't have anything. All three of them didn't yeah. have anything. But mm. what they did is what allowed them to have. Mm -hmm. Wow, this yeah. is getting a little bit deep. So let me tell me you, I got my waders on, yeah. so I'm safe. But go let ahead. Let me throw this guys. out. I think this would be yeah. um, a, a good little part. This is not not yeah. some of the scriptures that we had um, premeditated, but Fine. this is Genesis eight twenty two, and um, this kind of plays in. There's a picture that I had that popped up in my mind, but the scripture says Genesis eight twenty two again. While the earth remains, seed time and harvest. Cold mm -hmm. and heat, summer and winter, day and night shall not cease. So this is a law. This will this will always be seed time and harvest. This will always be. And if you uh -huh. understand that one concept, it will literally dictate your entire life. Seed mm -hmm. time and harvest. Everything that you do, you are it's a seed. You will harvest that. And so the picture is uh if you've gone golfing or you go to like a arboretum or one of those flower places where it's just beautiful, I mean, everything's immaculate, it's done right. What would you call that place? Like a golf course that's just, just top notch, beautiful. The greens are just right. They've all been managed properly or steward properly. Yeah. The way that you would steward. Well maintained. Well maintained. And so the, what you do, they planted those seeds and then they steward them, maintain them, manage them in such a way that it produced an immaculate beauty. Mm -hmm. That's literally every decision you make. Now, don't get bogged down on that. You, you know, work into that process. Don't just be like, okay, Jesus, should I take the, you know, left foot now? Okay, can I take mm -hmm. the right foot now? No, don't get bogged down mm -hmm. on those things. But those the, the decisions that we got to make, we are to steward that. And that will dictate your life because you will harvest whatever that decision was, that seed you planted. So mm. that's good stuff. Hey, you know, one of the things that I think a lot of times people 
uh, leave out of that equation. They, they focus on the seed, they focus on the harvest, but that thing in the middle, time. Time. Seed, time, and harvest. Sometimes we think about, okay, is this the seed? Is this the harvest? But we forget there's that time. And then stewarding that time in the meantime, mm-hmm. you know, right? Yep. A lot of life is lived in the meantime. Oh, you know? yeah. And then suddenly, boom, you know, suddenly, what do you mean? It's been 40 years, right. but it's that time in the middle yep. sometimes because they can plant the seed at the golf course, you know, they can plant the flower bed, but there's some time element in there mm-hmm. before it produces, you know, that beautiful, you know, uh, flower bed that you hit your golf ball into and then you pretty much end up, again and, <laughs> you <yeah>. know, <laughs> yeah, you smashed on the flowers <laughs> as you're trying not to add another stroke to your your yeah. game. Maybe that's just me. Anyway, um, that's, that's a good point. Here's another scripture for you guys. And then I think um, some of you other guys have some more scripture, but this one is in James, one of my favorite books in the Bible. James 1 17 says this, every good and perfect gift is from above coming down from the father of heavenly lights who does not change like shifting shadows. So every good gift comes from God, mm-hmm. the father above. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, goes back to that car, you know, nice car. It's God's car. No. All right. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> you know, that also that ties in with uh first Chronicles 29, 12 too. Okay. And David, he's sitting here talking about how great, how awesome, how, I mean, he, this is his prayer to God and just looking at how amazing God is. And he says, both riches and honor come from you. And you rule over all, and in your hand is power and might, and it lies in your hand to make great and to strengthen everyone. It's, it all comes from him. Mm-hmm. Everything we have comes from him. And then someone have another one? I do. I got Second Corinthians 9, 6 through 7. And it says, the point is this, whoever sows sparingly shall also reap sparingly. And whoever sows bountifully shall also reap bountifully. Let each one give as he has decided in his heart, not grudgingly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. Hmm. Mm. That ties in perfectly with this, too. I mean, of course, it all ties in perfectly. It's amazing. But anyways, um, (laughs) Proverbs 3, 9. This is great. So everything that you've been given, what should you do with it? Well, honor the Lord with your possessions mm. and with the first fruits of all your increase. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that if we're to look at stewardship, I, I mean, I said it earlier at one point in my life, I probably would have thought, is it really that big of a deal? I mean, come mm. on. I mean, especially when we're younger and we just, you know, um, maybe would play um, storm drain ball with our litter. We try to see if we can get it in there as we're driving by at 70 miles an hour. And then we miss, but we don't turn around and go back and pick it up. That's being a horrible steward. Every bit of that, by the way, is being a horrible steward. But we don't think beyond ourselves. And when we're so focused just on ourselves, we become or we miss the mark on stewardship. Because it's not about me. It's not about Mm -hmm you know, I just had this food and now I've got trash. What do I do with it? Well, my car, I have to take care of my car. So rather than keep it in my car, I'm gonna throw it out the window, but that's, that's not my yard. So why do I care? Mm. That's horrible. Mm -hmm. That's a horrible mindset, but that's what we do. And that's what we do with our talents. That's what we do with our gifts. That's what we do with our possessions. That's what we do with so much as we focus it on ourselves. We don't care about anyone else in that process. But yeah. what about for you? How how is stewardship something that's important to you? Do you see it as important, or how important do you see it as? That's a that's that's a great point right there, Matt. And the answer to that question, if it's a yes or no answer, yes, it's very important. Um, so important that um, it kind of applies to what we've been talking about. There's a lot of people who kind of do what you were saying with the, the trash, you know, they kind of pick and choose or they go, Hey, it's not my yard. So they don't, they don't think about the whole, they just think about their little part and keeping their car clean, you know, but they don't think about the rest of it. And sometimes I think we approach God's word that way. Um, 
we don't steward God's word well. Um, we don't, you know, we've been throwing out some different scriptures and there's probably somebody out there going, well, wait a minute. You got to read all those things in context. And the, and the reality is you're right. You do. You do got to read things in context. That's, that's absolutely correct. In fact, a lot of the scriptures that we've been sharing, um, one could automatically think of just worldly wealth. But now let's look at Luke 16, 11 and see what that says. It says, so if you have not been trustworthy in handling worldly wealth, who will trust you with true riches? I heard this statement a while back and uh, it was relating to the valuable things in life. Most of the truly valuable things in life don't cost you anything. They're free. You know, you think about that, you know, what good is all the money in the world if you don't have your health? If you don't have, what good is love if you don't have someone to love, you know, uh, your family? I mean, laughter, you know, a lot of these things are, you know, you don't have to pay for them. They, they're there and they're valuable. What do we value? You know, our relationship with the Lord, you know, how valuable is that to you? How, how important is stewardship? pretty important um because it affects every area of our life mm -hmm. well that's my take on it and troy i agree uh it's it, i mean it's a it's almost a life and death situation it's almost mm -hmm. a life and death question um just to go back to my uh, analogy of golf course go to like an an empty lot in a city that hasn't been taken care of. What does it look mm -hmm. like? It, I mean, usually got weeds and yeah. some trash is blown in there and, you know, parts of a building's fallen over, fences broken, and, you know, you got all this mess in it. And then you walk maybe a couple blocks over and you find this nice park. Yeah. That's been taken care of and steward. It is, it's all about the stewardship, about taking care of something, putting in the time and the effort to, more than likely do do the hard thing instead of just easily flowing along just like well yep i'm gonna toss this trash out the window that's that's easy that's lazy that's that's not gonna do anyone any good except maybe you for a short moment but if you just take the time and get home throw in the trash done yeah mm -hmm. so i think it's i think it's extremely yeah. important yeah so we Oh, yeah. go ahead. oh, I was going to say, so, so we know it's important and uh, we can all agree upon that, mm -hmm. but um, look at that. Hello. I have a little alarm going off. It's time to take my medicine. No, I'm kidding. It's for something else. Um, so <laughs> it's time to take a nap. So, and it helps me to steward my time and it perfectly uh, segues, segues into right in. this right here. You know, what are some strategies that we've put in place to help us steward the things in our life better? And, you know, if you think about stewardship, you know, there's probably areas in our life that we need to steward better. We'd probably all agree upon that. We need mm -hmm. to focus on improving. Well, maybe there's some strategies that you've put into your life that have helped you become a better steward. Well, one of those things that I need to steward better I'm just going to confess it's my time. Sometimes I can get in to a space uh, throughout my day that I forget about something coming up. So what I've done, and you guys just heard it just now, um, is I've made it a practice to set little timers mm -hmm. to remind me of, Hey, it's almost time to do that next thing. So one of those timers just went off. That was a perfect segue. I didn't even time. It, it was great. Um, to help me steward my time. But what are some other areas that maybe you need some improving on that um, you'd be willing to admit that you need to uh, need to be better stewards in a certain area? And then also, what are some strategies that you've put into place to help you become a better steward? Go. <laughs> one. Here's one thing. And, and as Troy was talking about the lot versus the park, same idea whenever you see an older home there's some older homes that you see around town i mean here in canyon texas there's some some neighborhoods that have been here for a while there there have but you'll pass by a house and you go man that's a really good 
looking house. It almost looks like they've renovated it and they might not have. It's just that they've paid attention to it. They've maintained it. They've been a good steward of it. And right across the street, you see that they just, they didn't mow the, the yard as much. They didn't, they didn't trim back the weeds right up against the house that whatever it is that they, they just didn't care for. And now it's falling apart. It's so in your, your um, life, kind of bring that over to answer the question. I think you need to prioritize. You need to figure out those things that are important. You need mm -hmm. to, you need to take an inventory of the gifts that you've been given. Cause if you don't know it, you're not going to go out there and take care of it. But Good. once you've taken an inventory of those oh. gifts, and I'm telling you, your, your list, it's going to be a living list. Oh, yeah. Because there may be something today that I need for today. Mm -hmm. And right. you need to be more mindful of that. And there's a strategy to that. But we'll get to that, I'm sure, in a minute. But you need to be aware. And then you need to prioritize. Mm. I mean, if it's something that you don't touch, then you you've made the decision of how you're going to maintain it you have to make sure that you attend to those things you've been entrusted with are you concerned about what the future holds are you confident that the retirement plans that you have today will still be secure tomorrow let us help you by clearing up the uncertainty this is Matt Russell, the director of WIT Ministries. Many of us at Walking in Truth Ministries are bivocational, working in our ministry as well as in the financial services industry at WinBig Financial Group. We help people to build a tax-free and risk-free retirement. Give me a call at 817-903-2575 to support our ministry and to secure your family's financial future. Again, Call today at 817-903-2575. Thank you and God bless. For me, uh, I know for business, I go. I set up a routine. I set up a routine in the beginning of the day. And yes, I will tell you this. When something comes in that messes up my routine, you can tell by how much stuff I actually got done that day. Mm-hmm. Because I need that routine, mm -hmm. but I prioritized the routine setting. Yeah. I mean that in the morning to make sure, and then I know what gets done in the day. And then I also know what I might not have gotten today that I know needs to move in tomorrow. I mean, so that, so I set up routines and then I prioritized and I made sure yeah. I went through that, but that's just talking about business. I mean, I, my kids, they're homeschooled. Uh, I've got, I've got our business, but then I also have ministry. And so I've got appointments going back and forth for both of them all day long. And so I have to have also the same kind of routine, same kind of routine, but you, you don't want to be bogged down and just getting ready. I mean, there has to be some kind of accountability outside of yourself. Yep. That's where my wife comes in and she's a huge help. She's here and a part of the morning as I'm getting things going and knowing the strategy and the plan for the day. But she's also the one who's going to say, all right, put your pencil down and let's start working on number one. And almost like I'm a fifth grader or a mm. fifth grader, a five-year-old. And I just, yes, ma'am. And I do it. But the thing is, because I know that that was important for me, for who I am, yeah. for how God made me, I want to be the best that I can. I want to take care of the house. Therefore, I need to set myself up with a plan and have someone else overlooking to make sure that I stick with it. So that's for me. Um, what about one of you guys? Well, I think that's great. I think it ties in with what I was going to say as far as a strategy. And uh, I think it's probably a weakness and maybe a strength both for me is find someone who is stewarding well on whatever you're wanting stewarded. Oh, if it's good. business or if it's, if you want a nice manicured lawn, uh -huh. go ask that person, how did you do that? What are the ways that, you know, oh, you're, you're, you're getting all the leaves off the lawn. Oh, I was just mulching them on there. 
or whatever. I mean, there's, you can go ask for help. That's mm -hmm. a, that's a big, big deal. If you want to kind of cut in the line of life, ask for help, find those people who are winning or doing it right. Ask them, ask how they're stewarding. So you're, you're that's for me. Wise counsel. That's it. That's great. I think that's and, somewhere. I think that's a scripture yeah, somewhere. It is. It is. Um, <laughs> probably more than once. Almost probably. Yeah. There's probably a whole book of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's right. And you know, you may be out there today listening and thinking a lot of this stuff sounds kind of elementary and you'd be right. It is. So when we think about that, and I was just thinking about this thought, I just had this thought come to me, you know, our kids are always watching us, right? And other people are watching us. People we're leading are watching us. People we're around, they're watching us. And um, I was just thinking about the ways that, you know, we can focus on teaching those people around us, whether it's our kids or our team or uh, your work associates about stewardship. And one of those things is exactly what we were talking about. You know, Troy, you mentioned asking for help, implementing tools modeling the decision-making process that you have when you're making decisions about money or your commitments or your commitments to family, you know, modeling that in front of them. And they all catch and learn about stewardship in that process by watching us be good stewards, you know, or honestly, sometimes they catch watching us be bad stewards of our time and our talents and our treasures and things like that. Um, but ultimately, as we kind of uh, get to rounding the corner and looking towards wrapping things up uh, on stewardship, because it's a topic that is so large that we could probably do multiple episodes on it. Um, but really, like we mentioned, everything that we have and every gift, um, Matt, I believe you mentioned the gifts that we've been given, you know, that that's God's blessing to us. You know, the gifts that have been given, we have a purpose and not only should we take care of those gifts and stuff, we should ensure that we're not wasting them, that we're not wasting those gifts that he's given us. Um, there's a saying that I was, that I wrote down. And as I was thinking about this and um, I'd love to have, um, <clears throat> have you guys kind of look at the scripture in first um, Peter four ten right after this. And um, I'll hand it off to somebody, but I wanted to make this statement because I wrote it down. And I believe God was just giving me this statement and, um, and it's probably been quoted several times, but I, the way Holy Spirit brought this to me today when I was writing notes um, was so profound to me. And it says this in, in the, the framework of stewardship, do what you can with what you have right where you are right now. That's good. And there's more, but let, let me repeat that. Do what you can with what you have right where you are right now and make plans to improve your position. So you can later on down the road, do what you can with what you have right where you are right now. Because the reality is this, when you do that, your position will change mm -hmm. and then you can do what you can, which might be more because you're in a different position with what you have, which could be more, could be less, but hopefully it's more if it's a good thing, right? Right where you are and right now, because now is the time that you have, right? That's so it. I just thought that was very profound. If you're taking notes, that would be a good place to, to write some notes, um, but let's look at first Peter four ten, and then um, I'll hand it off to, to one of you to uh, kind of discuss that and uh, wrap things up on stewardship so that we can be a good steward of our time <laughs> right now. Who's got that scripture? Oh, I got it. Okay, um, go ahead. And then I'll hand it off to Matt. First uh, Peter four ten. That's a good shotgun too. Four ten. Anyways, 1 Peter 4.10 says, As each one has received a gift, use it to serve one another as good stewards of the many-sided grace of God. Let me read it again. As each one has received a gift, use it to serve one another as good stewards of the many-sided grace of God. 
Matt. You know, um, when we look at God's law, when we look at what God's asked us to do, they really put it into two categories. And Jesus, in fact, summed it up. Said, here's the thing. All of the law can be hung on these two. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul and all your strength. Every fiber in your being. And love your neighbor as yourself. And when you notice that, there's there's no spot where he says, and make sure that you really love yourself to an extreme note. Love God, love others. Stewardship is taking care, of course, of what you've been given. But remember, it's not about me. It's not about me. Having the kids, allowing them to be involved as we're getting things, as we're learning, allowing them to see as we're taking on this idea of stewardship. Let them be a part. They'll see you fall, just like Jared said. They'll see you stumble. They'll see you hit the ground, but they'll also see how you get back up. Surround yourself with wise counsel, other people who are doing it. And like Troy had talked about, go and find somebody that you can glean from. Go and find somebody who maybe have a strength where you'd like to be better. And then just ask for permission to just ride along and, and to just gain knowledge. But don't make it about yourself. No. Salvation. Salvation is a free gift. It's a powerful gift. But what did you do to earn it? Nothing. But what are you going to do with it? As we're going to be a steward, just think of that. God gave me something that I didn't deserve. How can I honor him with it? And how can I use it for this just to, as a good steward, employ it in serving one another? Just like Troy just read. What we'd love to hear from you guys is I want to know the areas where, man, you've got this down. Maybe some strategies that you have that you've been employing in your life that, that are working. Well, great. We'd love to take those so we can share them with others. Um, so we want to hear that. But Or maybe you're, you're struggling with it. And you say, I don't, I've never even heard of this idea of stewardship before. I don't even know what it means. I've just been living my life day to day. Well, then you're really just letting life happen to you. That's not productive. Your house is going to crumble. You need to get out there and start taking care of maintaining. Well, we want to hear from you. But the big thing is, we want to be good stewards of this platform that we've been given. And we want to be able to help as many people as we can with this. This isn't just so we can stare at each other on the screen and, and listen to each other's voice. I mean, you know, Jared's got that beautiful, rich voice and Troy's just like, it's just a boom of just, Oh, it's awesome. I'm, I'm just kidding. I mean, they are both, that's true statements, but it's not about us. We want to do this for you, but it's because of him. God loved us first, and we want to pass that love on to you. So please email us, reach out to us. Uh, we're going to be good stewards and create a Facebook page. We do have the Walking in Truth Ministries Facebook page, but we're going to create one now for Living the Wit Life, as uh, Troy just brought that up. But um, please email us at info at walkingintruthministries.org or at Jared W. or Troy Foster or Matt Russell at walkingintruthministries.org. We would love to hear from you guys and to be able to uh, see how we can be better stewards for you. But I hope that this episode has done uh, for you what it has done for us. It's blessed me for sure. It's given me a lot of insight and things that I know that I can help to work on going forward. But now, um, hopefully, you can be better at living the wit life. Be blessed and we love you. We have many ways that you can actually reach out to us and uh, contact us at Walking in Truth Ministries. 
We, of course, have our website at walkingintruthministries.org. Um, and then we have you can email us at mattrussell at or Troy Foster at or Jared W at or just just make it simple. You can just email us at info at and I can make sure that it's forwarded to the appropriate person. But all of those are at walkingintruthministries.org. Um, our Instagram page, you can actually interact with us there as well. Uh, and that'll be at witministries.tx. So um, wit, which of course is walking in truth, ministries.tx. We are headquartered in Texas. And our Facebook page uh, is also walking in truth ministries so uh you can come check us out at all those places we would love to hear from you uh please feel free to to send us a, a comment to uh as you're listening to the podcast just rate us uh like us share us do everything you can to help us that so we can help other people to know uh how to better live the wit life thank you and god bless you Thank you for joining us today. You are the reason why we do this podcast and you are truly a blessing to us. We would love to hear from you. Whether you'd like to comment or ask questions about this episode, give us ideas for future topics to discuss, or if you just need to reach out and hear back from one of us, you can do so by leaving us a message from the podcast or by going to walkingintruthministries.org. And then you could also send us an email at witministries.tx at gmail.com. That is wit, W-I-T, ministries.tx at gmail.com. And finally, it would be a huge blessing to us if you would like our podcast and go to our Walking in Truth Facebook page and by liking us there too. Again, thank you and God bless.